We are live at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Route uh, Route 50 right here in Glenville. Freeman's Bridge Road, if you're nasty. And, uh, of course, uh, just great people, great deals going on. Uh, just having a blast here. As per usual, uh, God's still working. He hasn't actually – he's not ready for the show. He's still doing this <laughs> feverishly. He's that guy trying to finish the test right after the buzzer goes off, and they told him pencils down. It's happening. I got real thrown off by the Janet Jackson reference there. <laughs> <laughs> Freeman's Bridge Road, if you're nasty. If you're nasty. Uh, it is you're about nasty. Guys. And, uh, man, of course, as always, you can catch us on the Techies Fire and Water Restorations Facebook page live, uh, Godzilla's YouTube. And because we are here at Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Honda Twitter is where you can uh, you can watch us as well if you want to support our good friends here at Mohawk. And, of course, uh, their social media is second to none, especially when we're on it. So, um, big day in the world of sports, of course, Thursday Night Football, which you can't see if you don't have Prime. And, of course an opportunity for Major League Baseball to screw the Yankees because that's what they do. Um, MVPs tonight. I'm uh, I'm going Judge American League, Paul Goldschmidt in the National League. That's what I think it makes the most sense. I agree. Goldschmidt, I always like to call him the most underrated, underappreciated, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing that for like a long time. You could even put him in the conversation of like all professional athletes. But the fact that he's no longer in Arizona – and he did his season with the Cardinals and everything else, this is a moment where it's like, okay, this guy has been one of the greats in baseball last years. But it is about Aaron Judge. I agree with you that Aaron Judge should win the MVP. The man sets a new single-season American League, caught myself there, home run record. All all people have wondered, okay, is Shohei Otani going to push? Please. Baseball dorks. And uh, Jordan Alvarez is a uh, poor guy sitting there going, I'm also a nominee. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm also here. Could you just say my name once? I'm not saying vote for me, any of that. Just pretend you know I exist. This has got to be, this has to be Aaron Judge's night because the baseball, I want to use dork again for a second time. The baseball dork is going to look at Shohei Otani and say, let's stack him up against. Yes. Baby cried when you said Shohei Otani. Did you hear that? <laughs> that. As soon as he said, God said it, Shohei Otani. The baby was like, <laughs> you stack him up against like Babe Ruth, I guess. Like, oh, look, he's a pitcher and a hitter. But at some point, this sounds like such an obvious I have statement. a few friends who are pitchers and catchers. Weird. It's different. <laughs> you have to look at the impact of the team. The Angels stunk. They yeah. stunk. Oh. Aaron Judge put the Yankees in a great spot. I've seen the stats today. Like Hembo. Met, you yeah. saw the Hembo stat? Yeah. Go ahead. If you got um, it up. I don't, have, there. I don't, oh, I don't okay. have it up. I didn't take that. Wasn't it something today. about the lines just, of like, like ridiculously. He, so if the if you took Aaron Judge's offensive stats out of the Yankees lineup, they would have been worse than the than the. Pirates. Yes. 100, 100 lost Pittsburgh Pirates. That's right. how bad they would So been. the only thing that kept them afloat was Aaron Judge's bat. They would have had, or as, as Hembo put it, the most epic collapse in the history of Major League Baseball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, look what he did. Look what he does. Look who he is. And let's not forget one more thing. He's the face of freaking baseball. He's the face of Major League Baseball. He's out selling subs and, and sodas and all the things. He's about to get more money than God because he's the face of baseball and he's the MVP of baseball. If if they don't if they don't make him the MVP of baseball, I say we riot. 
I say we go full violent riot. No, no, no peaceful protest. We storm the MLB offices. We go, we go January 6th on their asses. Oh, I'm saying right in. <laughs> and, and this is, this message is paid for and provided by Godzilla media. No, 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 it's not. It's a hundred percent. God said it before. He said, I'll drive. We'd never get there. Um, <laughs> what White House was it again? The no, Capitol? No, huh? no. Where am I? No, no, no. We don't know. We're, oh, we're leaving the okay. Capitol and we're going right, right for MLB, right for oh. Rob Manfred and the people who voted on this thing. That's where we're going. Uh, no judge, no peace. There have been a few times over the last, I guess we go back to 2009, where Yankee fans can legitimately say a player or manager has been robbed of a postseason award and postseason not like. ALCS World Series. Right, right, like right, right. Aaron Boone for manager. Fans of the year. have been robbed of those. <laughs> Rocco Waldelli should not have won it that year. No, no. We could go through the rookie of the year if you, they split votes, yes. maybe the year of Miguel Andujar and Glaber. One of those two, more yeah. so Andujar in that year. If we want to go back to the Jeter MVP season with more no, I think this is in the conversation for that. This shouldn't be that hard. One guy led his team to do a vision championship and setting a new home run record and was hitting the ball. RBIs runs. Another guy played both sides. Uh, both sides. We'll just use that for that expression here. Yeah. Because if if Otani's even close, yeah. If Otani even wins, just shut it down. Yeah. It's just over. give him the it's award over. every single year. Then if we're right. gonna play that game of well, he hits and pitches. Okay, just give him ten MVPs because nobody so, else is yeah, gonna do so what he does. Judge has to play center field on a unicycle if he's still a Yankee. Because mm-hmm. here's here's the other thing too, right? So let's compare judges' numbers, it, it, just anecdotally. I'm not asking you to actually bring up the numbers, to the years Trout has won on a bad Angels team. They're, yeah. they're as good, if not better, depending upon which, you know, which stat. They're better, actually, because Trout doesn't have the American League single-season home run record. So you gave it to Trout every chance you got because he was the best player in baseball. Not because he was most valuable to that team. Not the team was any good. Any of those things give to his best player in baseball. Okay, so let's put that metric into play. Who was better than Judge? Who was the best player in baseball? Judge. Okay, cool. Who was most valuable to his team? Judge. Who should win the most valuable player? Aaron freaking Judge. There Done. It is. Yep. And, it, and if it doesn't happen, it's just, again, shut it down is a good thing. Or, or violent protest. I say we choose violence. I do. I woke up and chose violence today. Yes. Uh, obviously, I don't. I, I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're dumb enough to think I'm being honest with that, then save the violence for yourself at this point. I mean, you and I have beat this horse dead, dead, dead to the comparison of MVP, most valuable player, yeah, versus most outstanding player. Yeah. The college basketball Final Four votes for a most outstanding player right if you've watched some high school regional action and sectionals and super bowl what they call it here in the capital region if at the end of the game they want to give an award to the most outstanding offensive and defensive players whatever it is whether it's soccer football great okay that is a different award than the nvp right if you want to want to make a really good case then you said hey levac and guys i feel like Shoei otani has been more outstanding than aaron judge still wrong but Maybe I could hear that one out a little bit, but valuable, <laughs> most valuable some, player. The answer is Aaron Judge. Some nerd is doing this kind of war math, and I don't, I don't have War Pig's number. I'd call him. Uh, doing some kind of nerd math, going like, well, sure, the Angels only won so many games, but they would have won less of those. So, blah blah blah. Like, no, dude, it's just mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't screw this up. Don't overthink it. 
Don't be stupid. Uh, Verlander getting the Cy Young was great. Good for him. Can't wait to find out he's on a mixture of steroids and Geritol. Um, <laughs> but again, you, you, you're so far so good. You're doing a good job. Don't screw it up. Just listen. All I'm looking at you right now, Major League Baseball, and saying is, don't screw it up. You're doing fine. Everything's good. Don't don't screw it up. Verlander. We had asked Buster only back in 2019 if Verlander was thinking about calling it a career, and I didn't remember Buster got pissed. He said. Guys, clearly you've never covered Justin Verlander right. because he will never leave. He's not going anywhere. And sure enough, three years later, he wins the Cy Young. There was a little bit, a little bit of me that I know he won unanimously, like you said. Right. I kind of wanted to see another uh, Kate up and meltdown on social media, like yeah. she did a few years ago, was screaming and yelling at the writers. Did you see? So two Yankee pitchers got votes for the Cy Young. One was Garrett Cole. The other was Nestor Cortez. Do you did you see the votes? Uh, I would. The way you set that up, I would assume they both came from New York because it's a well, no, no, vote. it's the number. Garrett Cole got one. Nestor Cortez got three. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so just like and, and again, huh. Nestor Cortez, he pitched, he pitched his butt off, and here we are in November, sweetest mustache in the game. I'm glad he got some respect. But if I'm Garrett Cole, I'm looking around in my Kermit voice, being very upset and trying to figure out how to, you know, justify my income at this moment if I'm him. But doesn't matter. It's fully guaranteed. He gets it anyway. Well, I'm hearing income. I'm hearing New York. I'm hearing oh. baseball. We've talking about social media. I mean, it's, it all kind of just wrapped around this collusion story that's floating around so a little bit. Ridiculous. I kind of want you to take the lead on the collusion story because I want to make sure think, I'm hearing the same thing you are. I, I mean, this is anybody who thought the contention and the nonsense between the MLB and the MLBPA was kind of subsiding. Uh, riddle me this, Batman. Uh, how the hell a anecdotal comment in a in an interview turns into collusion is is interesting. So some Mets front office guys were asked, you know, different questions. One was about going after Judge. They said, I don't think Steve Cohen and the Mets, will, we will go after Judge, at least not get into a bidding war with the Yankees because we don't we have a nice relationship. We don't want to start doing that. So the MLBPA is like, what? That's collusion. You're not driving up the price of one of our players for no reason when you don't know if you'd get him anyway. Collusion. It's not like it's it's you know it's a smart business decision because what happens if we get in a bidding war and I go, you know what? Let me push them up one more. I don't even want to spend this money anymore. It's not worth the money we're at right now. Obviously. Uncle Steve Cohen's got the cash, not a big deal. With Yes Network and everything else, Yankees have the cash, not a big deal. But also, they're businessmen. So I push you up one more, and I go, that's all right. He'll come back with it, and this is good. This will eat up all their free agency money. They won't they won't be able to go after DeGrom or whatever. And then I go, okay, keep them. Now you can't go after DeGrom. It's just smart business. It's smart business to realize I haven't woken that sleeping giant. I'm not going to they're, – they're also – they're going after that. They're going after the Astros because they just basically just spoke about an ongoing negotiation publicly. You're not supposed to do that. I, but it's just, again, I, it's collusion because I'm not going to – I'm not going to engage in, a, in, in driving up the price with my neighbor. The problem is it feels a little dirtier with baseball because of how free agency has gone the past few uh, winners – where it felt like all the owners had gotten together and said, like, hey, we're not spending on free agents because it's going to – so people are like, well, that's weird. And then baseball, as we know, doesn't have a salary cap because if other sports didn't have a salary cap, 
this also what you said would happen. Like Jerry right. Jones would have given Patrick Mahomes a billion dollars. Yeah. Like we're not even joking. A billion dollars. He only got a half billion. Right. So but other NFL owners would have been like, Jerry, no. Like right. you're gonna hurt the league if you do that. Same in basketball. Like Michael Jordan, his final season with the Bulls in '98, he was making more than teams. Right. Like they, they it shut down the league. They locked out the season post Jordan because none of the finances made any sense because of how much they were paying him. And they sort of touched on that at the last dance. They made right. it seem like Scottie Pippen wanted money. Well, he should have, but right. that's the point. Like, that is great business is what you're talking about here. It right. helps the league when people aren't throwing a billion dollars at a player because it hurts everybody else and it hurts the business of the league. Yeah, and, and, let's, with you. and let's, be, let's be real, okay? If the Mets thought the only thing between them and a World Series or two was judge, quiet happiness be damned. They would go get him. They don't think he's the only thing they need because he's the only thing you'd get if you went and bought him. You know, like you go get that contract. That's the one. You ain't getting another one like that. And by the way, again, you still need DeGrom. So for the MLBPA, what they're, what they're let's translate this into English, right? They're colluding. No, no, no. They're not colluding. You're mad because someone publicly said the boogeyman isn't real. Everybody, everybody in MLB, you know, MLBPA is going around. The agents are going around. Like, guys, you and I are bidding for, well, you know, Steve Cohen's got more money than you. Steve Cohen's going to give that. Steve Cohen's going to give him all the money in the world. You know what Bitcoin is allegedly worth? He Times 12. Like, he's going to do. Cohen coins. Right. right. He's going he's gonna to actually, he's going to take over the, the, the federal mint, put Aaron Judge's face on the money. If you don't, so they, so by the Mets organization saying Uncle Steve isn't coming for him, they can't go and go, well, you know, Steve Cohen's out there. He's gonna get, the way they, they, the way they always use the Yankees, they were hoping to use Steve Cohen against the Yankees, and now they can't. So now, now Manfred, who I'm imagining has to stop, you know, I, I, I just assume he pirates like old DVDs in his spare time. I don't know what he does. I know it's evil. Probably just tries to make sure shelter pets don't get homes. Whatever it is Rob Manfred does in his spare time, he's now, instead of that, he has to look into a collusion deal that even he's going, listen, this is not real, but okay, fine, I'll look into it. Do you think so if, stupid? It, if this was a month from now, so like let's say it's mid December, I yeah. would have told you Aaron Judge's agent would have leaked to that story. You know, right. it kind of would have benefited Judge if all of a sudden the agents out there protecting his client screaming out, no. "You see this? I'm getting ripped off right now." Right. But, but it's too early. I don't think the agent no, had anything. If to I'm do the that. agent, I my I instantly I instantly go, "I'm not allowed to talk about who I'm negotiating with because I'm not able to openly negotiate yet." But I'm willing to bet that certain people out here saying they ain't gonna call, they ain't gonna call. You know, I'm I'm treating it like I'm you know every hot chick that's ever been single ever. When a guy, oh, I wouldn't even, whatever, I wouldn't call her. You look two seconds later, that dude's in her DMs. There's again, if Judge can get you the World Series, you're getting it. You're going to get him. That's who you're going to go for. The Yankees and the Yankees have done what you want them to do. How is it collusion when the Yankees have already said multiple times he's going to be in pinstripes? Like, like I want him to be a Yankee for life. You're, they're doing the thing you want. They're, they're out there telling everybody we're going to spend that money to keep them and now if they don't yankee fans are going to be pissed off nobody nobody even knew about this conversation where a dude from the mets said nah it ain't gonna happen we'll get along well we're not gonna screw that up 
until you made a federal case about it. <laughs> now everybody's like, all right, well, at least the Mets are out. <laughs> all right, yeah. let's go. Oh, I, I love the, the MLBPA used to be the most powerful players union, like in all the sports. Now it's just like, I feel like they're just bitching about everything they can to try and get that power back. And I don't like their odds. It's not their best way back to normal. Like techies fire and water restoration. Tefirewater.com. I don't know if you know this, it's going to snow in the capital region. And a lot of people might end up with flooded basements. Maybe you got some mold issues. Maybe there's a fire heard about a, um, a dryer vent fire. I went home and cleaned mine out. Um, there's there's a lot of things that can happen in your house, and that's why we're here to help you out. We got the uh, the mitigation, which means we come in, we clean it up, we get it taken care of for you, and we even do construction. We rebuild it for you. Best way back to normal, tefirewater.com, Techies Fire and Water Restoration. If you're watching our YouTube side, make sure to check out the Techies information for you on our video side. Also, if you're listening to replay on our audio side and our information, there's the number. That's how you contact Tech East if you're looking for something I just do the tefirewater.com, the website. I like all it. Right. Show some pictures. Shows all the things we can do. You know, we're pretty good. We've pretty got cool. we've got some breaking news involving Uh-oh. the Buffalo Bills. Can we fix it? I think we can. I, I want to get to the Bills news. I know we're going to do a bunch of football coming up, but I feel like we at least have to hit this, even if it's a quick 90 seconds, because this is still developing. We've got a mm. UAlbany basketball scandal. That's the biggest story here locally. If you missed it, there have been multiple reports now out about why Dwayne Killings was suspended, although he's that was a really weird of, way to say Dwayne. Yeah, I felt like CM Dwayne. Punk. Like it sounded, it sounded like a spring sound from a cartoon. Dwayne, Dwayne Killings. I felt like CM Punk saying it when he's called <laughs> The Rock Dwayne. <laughs> uh, he's been suspended for five games, and now the details of the suspension are out there. Allegedly, according to a lawsuit by a former player for U Albany, and it doesn't uh, take Sherlock Holmes to know the former player was the one who was involved in this incident. That. Dwayne Killings, we'll say assaulted for the allegedly sake of allegedly assaulted him and drew blood in the locker room in front of the team, and now he, the former player, is suing both you Albany and Mark Benson, yeah, director and Dwayne Killings. Dwayne Killings. What do you make um, of the story that came out within the last twenty four hours? It's a weird one because so here's here's again it's alleged it's this that it's the other thing i'm just going to speak to my opinion on this and i'm not a lawyer and i don't have any real insider information which is what makes me feel like uh Dwayne killings is not a bad guy um because i reached out to all of my media contacts when this started last year and we knew something was going on and not a single person would speak about it because it was as it was put to me by many of them in some way shape or form i don't feel like the details that make sense are out yet and i don't feel like a guy as good as Dwayne killings deserves to have people out here speculating about these things until we know it all and these are people who have like you know i'll get a couple beers with and they'll tell me you know their mother-in-law is freaking social you know what i mean like right, so, yeah so that was when i was like i've always kind of come into this thinking okay this is another shoe's gonna drop in this one we're gonna find out whatever I think seeing what's happening right now leads me personally to believe that people who know what happened don't feel like Dwayne Killings was really wrong here. Because let's say that you Albany loses this lawsuit now. It's you, it's not just Dwayne Killings that has to go. You got to fire your AD. And Mark Benson's a really rooted member of this and and I don't I love Mark and I know that if I needed something I could call him. He ain't giving his job up for anybody. <laughs> so no. he went on a limb for, for Dwayne Killings. And I think uh, I, I think this is very weird. 
One not other, knowing the details. One other part I didn't add here, this is important to add this context to this conversation too. A part of this lawsuit, again, Daily Gazette, Times Union have published this statement about the lawsuit is that one of the parts of the lawsuit suggests that the player is also suing because he attempted to go to another school and because of you, Albany, and Coach Killings, he blocked it. Basically <laughs> called the coaches and said, <clears throat> and again, paraphrasing, <laughs> no, hey, this kid's right. a punk. This kid, you right. shouldn't. That's alleged. Now that would be collusion. There we go. <laughs> There's let's start with that. I'm gonna start with that second part first. That part's probably the part that is fascinating in this lawsuit because how do you prove that? Now, was coach texting coaches? You can pull that in a lawsuit, you can pull a phone record. Yep. Did a coach email? I would think he wouldn't have done that. Now it's if it's hearsay over the phone, like, hey, here's what happened, and the coach doesn't take you. It sound like sounds like the young athlete might have been complaining a little bit and trying to find a scapegoat for why he's not playing. Again, alleged. That's how that one feels. I think that one's going to be really hard to. Prove. And we could be completely wrong. We don't yeah. have. That's again speculation. Before, going on things we've seen and airing it on that that side of it. You close to what you were saying about it. Still feels a little weird, and I had the same feeling you did. I was having people tell us that story about what happened, but what didn't make sense to me is like, okay, if coach hit the player in front of the team, then this is a done deal. Like right. you guys all saw it. There's right. enough witnesses. What is there to right. hide? air quote there about this story but what happened quickly was that he was suspended because of this there were a lot of supporters locally for a coach who had been there for less than six months right and then all of a sudden he wasn't in jeopardy of losing his job so what happened that's another huge part of this i think that's like the big meat of this story is this lawsuit gonna find out that you albany went through all the details well, they were going to fire him. Like, we'll just right. use Woody Hayes and Bobby Knight as an example. Right. They were going to say, okay, he hit the kid. It's an automatic. You're gone. Public perception forced them to change course, and they kept his jump. Because if that is found out, Levesque, I think that's how Coach Killings and, unfortunately, Mark Benson, both of those, unfortunately, lose their jobs. But I think that's the meat of the story. There's a chance they can both stay at Albany, but if a reverse course has been found and they knowingly hid this information – it is deep, deep waters, and they might drown for the U Albany Athletic staff if that's what this lawsuit yeah, finds. And, and but here, here's here's the deal. I can only speak to what I know, right? I know Mark Benson pretty well. Um, talked to Wayne Killings a handful of times, but but I've I've always gotten a really great vibe from him. I really, really have. Um, Mark Benson is not the kind of guy to let somebody hit a kid and get away with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if if we if we take there was a physical altercation of some variety and we just say, okay, that's for the, for the sake of this mental exercise that happened, right? There's a lot to it because Dwayne killings would be gone. Like you can't, not just, not just because of self-preservation, which is what I would be like, you know, sorry, brother. I tried <laughs> peace. <laughs> you gotta go. But because it's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing to do to let a guy come in and put his hands on somebody without, you know, self-defense or extenuating circumstances that make it not justified but um mildly excusable in some way so i don't know i I think i actually i would love if all the details came out because of this thing because again it speaks to the character of the people involved that people who give out information for a living aren't speculating they don't want to they don't want – this is one of the ones where they'd rather be right than first, and that doesn't happen in media anymore. Are you saying there's some outlets that, rather than talking about the story, are posting social media articles about 
the top six best drug smugglers in upstate New York. And you where's were the best stuff place? about that, weren't you? Best place. Were you recently posting a bunch of stuff? <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I walked right into that. Where are you posting that? I listen. Lily and David <laughs> Fine Jewelers. I'm going to dive out of that because that was a much okay, better recovery. Uh, it is. Yeah, there again. Zoom in. That we're under the light now. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Route 50, the shops of Wilt, is where you need to head this holiday season. Stop it and grab that special gift for her. Whatever that her label is. Is it the fiance, the wife, the girlfriend? Are you looking to make that move from girlfriend to fiance, fiance to wife, whatever it might be? Lily and David Fine Jewelers wants to help you this holiday season with Black Friday deals coming up. Cannot wait to share that information with you. Well, I got Next, Black Friday. eight days away. Eight days away. The holiday season is starting. Food shopping too. Crazy. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to David. Everybody over there. They got so many cool things coming up this holiday. I've seen some of the previews of what's happening. Also, the Watch for Dad. Don't sleep on that. Check them out on Facebook as well, where you can see the the beautiful picture of the watch coming for Dad for Christmas upcoming. Maybe you got those cool parties you had to for the holiday season or those special events. Lily and David Fine Jewelers wants to make sure you, her, your family is looking good. I know from experience, there's the wedding banner right there. My wonderful wife loves Mohawk Honda. I'm sure we'll share that story again later on. If you, yeah. if you missed it, check out Tuesday's show. It's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. When you stop in, tell me you heard about Gaza's story. Tell me you heard about it from Levac and Gaza right here on Gazzilla Media. Lily and David and, uh, and you. Helped uh, help me end a uh, spirit discussion today at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. Oh, yeah, I like so, that. Okay, so uh, a member of the staff at uh, Tech, I just found out today, uh, gonna have they're gonna have a baby. So, oh, uh, congratulations! I don't want to give out too many okay. details. He's kind of kept it to himself, but we, you know, so the word started to circulate today. It's it's over four months now, so that you can talk about. I don't know what the rules are anymore. I just you know me. I just talk about whatever the hell. Twelve weeks. Is it twelve weeks? Yep. So three months. So it's so four. So we're good. Um. So I'm in the other part of the building, and I hear this individual and another one. Now, no, you're out of your mind. No, I'm telling you. No, you. What are you talking about? That's the stupidest thing ever. What about? Blah, blah, blah. And they're going back and forth. And these are usually quieter people. We're all really loud. These two are not. And I come around the corner, and one of them yells out, "Levac, there's no such thing as. A, have, you, have you ever heard of a push gift?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I have. It's a, it's a real thing." And the other guy in the corner goes, "Told you, you gotta buy one. <laughs> Told you." And he goes, "He goes, wait, wait, what's a push gift?" And then like now everybody's looking around, like, "What are you talking about? A push gift?" What do you thought? Like, you know, it's it's primarily male staff. We, you know, a lot of dudes tearing down walls and stuff and whatever. Oh, we do have some amazing women who work at Techies as well, but they weren't there to save me. Um, so I was the female of this whole thing, thanks to you. <laughs> and I go, no, because she pushes out the kid, you're supposed to buy her a present. And then, like, everybody looks at me like, what the hell happened to you? I go, listen, your filthy ugliness climbed on top of that poor woman, and now she has to give labor. <laughs> you need to go to Lily and David and buy her something. Everybody just looked at me like I don't even know who you are anymore, and left. But it stopped everything. So I didn't because I never would have known what a push gift was if you weren't doing these reads for Lily and David and everything. You had a good deed of the day, Levac. Think about that. You did a good thing today, telling that soon-to-be father. I that sold he out. Take care of. Oh. I sold out. Oh, so I think push gifts are stupid. Ooh, I do. Unless they're bought at Lily and David oh, Fine Jewelers. Listen, you, let's. They sound like an apology. Like, I'm sorry I put a baby in you. Like, that's what, because like, I'm fine with a push gift if there's a male equivalent. Like, do I get a mow the lawn gift? Do I get a, like, something? Like, I know it's not, I know obviously it, the, there's not an equal whatever. Like, if I mow the lawn 7,000 times, do I get a, do I get a mow the lawn gift? 
do I get a gift? And so is there a way for me to, to leverage a male version of this gift? If there is, I'm in. Do I get a vasectomy gift? If I go get a vasectomy and then you never have to have another push gift unless you're evil. Do I get a do I get a gift? Do I get a snip snip present? So the females have the baby shower. Right. I would say right, they have the baby shower, but the baby yep. shower is supposed to be for the baby. Right. People don't bring presents for the woman. Well, there we go. Right. That's right. where it should okay. be right there. I think if I got to make the rules of push gifts, I would like to push the push gift. Look at that. Pun intended, yeah. I guess, there right. to that event. Because she's already getting gifts, might as well just drop another one in there. Like, okay, here's well, wait, the baby stuff, you and then here's the you. guy doesn't typically buy presents for the baby shower. And there you go. That's the trend we can start right now. That's when but the push gift comes. But then you still, I still want baby equal gifts. representation. Okay. You know. Congrats be, on the sex gift. Yeah. Oh, well, that probably is the gift. Never mind. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Damn it. Briefcase moment. Brady's. Congrats <laughs> on the sex. My buddy wrote yeah. that in my card. Yeah. <laughs> He's having a baby now too, and I first text I sent back to him. I got, I'm going to figure out a way that I can get presents. I mean, I also would have to date someone more than a week, and that's just I just that just doesn't feel likely or 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 even realistic. We've got breaking news involving the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, so you asked earlier. I can't fix the game it. has been pushed to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, it's been changed now. It is going to happen in Detroit. Still scheduled one o'clock kickoff. This. As of this taping, when you're listening, there are reports out there, and I thought it was just one of those funny Elon Musk fake Twitter graphics. It's actually true. Up to six feet of snow may yeah. hit western New York. Thunder by, snow. Yeah, thunder snow. Thunder by snow. the time this hits 2014, November is the last time we saw something like this. There is one part of me as a sports fan taking all the danger and safety away. From, blah, 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 blah. You know, I guess that's important. <laughs> Should the Bills or the NFL have moved this game to Detroit? I so here's here's a couple things about it. You you say safety and all that stuff. Sure, yeah, that's bad, bad, bad. that's you know what I yes I understand more for the fans and the travel than the this and the that. But it's like it's football. Start moving football because of snow. Feels weird. Feels weak. In the in the words of my good friend Troy Aikman, just put dresses on. You know, <laughs> at that right point, there, you know. <laughs> Please send all hate mail to Gaz at no. GazillaMedia.com. <laughs> Harry Styles um, sent it to him. Yeah. The best part is, like, when we used to do the radio show, when I would say something like that, you'd see Gaz physically just back away from the microphone. But now they're headset mics. He can't get it. I he can't, can't go anywhere. He can't take it off. <laughs> um, no, it's, it does feel – it probably makes a, it makes a ton of sense. But I just – I don't love it. And then the weird thing is, because of the Bills playing on Thanksgiving – the Bills will now play two straight games in Detroit Rock City. Like, if you the Bills went from like, this is easy. These guys are walking right in Arizona and playing the Super Bowl to injuries for Allen, can't run the ball. Now they're being uprooted from their homes. They're playing on a short week in Thanksgiving. Like, they could go on a little bit of a losing streak and end up fighting for a freaking wild card. The playoffs have all of a sudden not become a lock for Buffalo. You said it, a Super Bowl favorite to this is we're going to the playoffs right like we're yeah, gonna we're right. gonna be in it i shouldn't uh, book golf for like you know late january right no no okay. i, I might have texted you this like along with boston dan back on tuesday of this week when this line opened up at 47 and a half and i wondered why is it not further what what is going on and it might have been somebody on social media who wrote this to me someone wrote 
the reason the line's not moving that much is because imagine if it gets to like 27 and a half of the snow and the game gets moved to Detroit. What casino or sports book is going to pay that number? Right. All of a They're going to freak out. And there we go. The number was at 41 and a half. Now the game's in Detroit. You can figure out how the movement goes with all that stuff. I want to see snowball i want to see yeah. that 2014 Something, game again well was the the michigan's the directional missional michigan game last night uh the the action baby dude that just it just it it's so weird how snow on a football field warms my heart it really it's just something about it makes me happy it was you know sure i was busy you know killing norse gods and god of war on one tv and watching that in the other but you know i just like seeing snow in football I have a fun. It's Thimble Winter in God of War, so it makes sense too. It's both. It's you know, it's it works. I have two very selfish stories I'm going to tell here about two snow football uh, games. Real quick, I'll go you quick. want a push gift, don't you? What for the turd you did earlier? <laughs> the first time I ever That's played it. in snow as a kid. Uh, <laughs> no one heard anything I said until that point. I said you want a push <laughs> gift for the turd, and the entire place just stopped and looked. It's like the record scratching. <laughs> I, hey, uh, come to Mohawk Honda, where I'm not welcome anymore. <laughs> Pop Warner game at the Syracuse Nationals field, the Lions Bank, whatever the hell it's called now, PNC field. We were going to blow the game. We had a 16-point lead in Pop Warner for a championship. The kids were running in the snow into the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. Fumbled at the one-yard oh. line. We won the game. What are they like? The great yeah. – I felt for that kid, but it's like one of the cool victories. Uh, and then Hobart, opening round okay. game my freshman year, we beat Linsipcombe. Lycoming, Lycoming, I think it was. But because of NCAA rules and snow and weather, I don't know what the rule was. They couldn't suit up the entire roster. Oh, geez. So me and my fellow freshman friends are just outside, like watching our teammates play a home game. We're like, I mean, this is this is sad, right? Like we're on the team, but we're not in uniform, but we're in the snow. So some of my wow. better. Yeah, that's a sad moment. Watching your team win an NCAA football game in the playoffs and you're actually not on roster. Every time you talk about playing football, I instantly flash back to the media versus uh, state troopers, the Albany troopers game at the university troopers, where this guy's running the ball out of the end zone on a kickoff. Clearly just his ACL. Like if you had written cartoon sounds around his knee of explosion, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been more obvious. He blew out his ACL and he's standing there like in, in just God awful fear and pain, not moving. Gaz runs through. looks like he's taking the ball to help him and just runs in the end zone with the ball. <laughs> Sorry about your knee, bitch. Six. <laughs> and we ended up winning by six, oddly enough. Um, Do you think it's more likely now Buffalo, Cleveland, does it have like a huge impact? We don't have to make a prediction yet, but like. Well, we're going to do our picks coming yeah, up. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is going to be a close game um, anyway. I think in the snow, I think I think Cleveland would have won it. I really like Cleveland's got that street fight mentality right now where they just they're not they're not playing good enough football to to go toe to toe with Buffalo's offense if it's firing all all eight cylinders. But I think if you told them they were going to put in the snow, I think Nick Chubb gets excited. I think, you you know, gets chubby. We will call it just for no reason whatsoever. Um, this feels like a get off the field as fast as possible game. Like yeah, run the ball, run the ball. Yeah. Don't get Josh yep. Allen hurt. Get every off the game, field and get away. Every win. game should be that for Buffalo, though. Mm-hmm. Like every game should be run the ball. Don't get Josh Allen hurt. Don't get Josh Allen hurt. Like because they can beat a lot of the teams on their schedule just not being stupid, but they don't seem to want to do that at the moment. But no, I, I think I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game. But I I. It does kind of – my pick was kind of set. Now I'm not 100% sure how I want to do it. Ooh. 
because I just like I said, like in even if it wasn't three to six feet of snow in Buffalo, there was I thought the I thought the conditions would have an effect on that game. I reacted like that because that was gonna be exactly what I was gonna say for our picks for that game. All right, we're saving that for later. We will okay. save that for later. Uh a pin in that one. Yeah, stick a pin in that. I have a banner here that reads Levax pipe dream question mark. This will also we'll we'll come back to some of this in the picks, but so this is what I've come up with. And I need I need some like you can comment. Again, we're live on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, uh Godzilla's YouTube, you know, uh slip into our DMs on Twitter at the Jeff Levac at Tom Gaz, two Z's on Gaz. Um so I've guys, I've I've come up with what I feel like is happening with the Raiders. So I think they are tanking. And I think that it'll get proven this weekend that they're that whether they are or they aren't. Think think this through and how this is how this season has progressed for the Raiders. And tell me if my argument leads you to believe that maybe there's a brighter future than what it looks like right now with my, my buddy McDaniels there. Have you ever seen a team play better two to three quarters of football and just completely inept for another half or at least one quarter the way the Raiders have? No. No. Have you ever seen a team blow three 17 or better point leads in one season, not even a full season yet, half a season, and have the owner come out in support of the head coach? 17 is a high number, no and no. Furthermore, have you ever seen the star quarterback and wide receiver of that team come out and then support the support of the owner for the head coach? I feel like we're really deep. Uh, <laughs> no, the answer to this one, too. These are getting harder. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams both came out and said, we're happy that Mark Davis publicly is supporting Josh McDaniels. We love him. We think he's a great coach. Uh, we think this is all coming together. And then Derek Carr said something that I feel like was a wink-wink, nudge-nudge, something to the fan base. Derek Carr said, you know, we got to trust the process, and now we know there's a process. Ooh, ooh. So put all that together and how well they played against Denver. Denver's defense is, what, the top-scoring defense in the league. Their offense is terrible for a lot of reasons, including the fact that Russ Wilson doesn't know what team he plays for. Um. He's calling out audibles from the Seahawk days. <laughs> Real story. Look it up. Um, I think McDaniels, when they sat down and they said, okay, what's your plan? How, how do you take us from where we are to where we need to be? I need Devontae Adams. Let's go ahead and extend Carr on a, on a team-friendly contract. And then we need to suck next year because I need, to get, I need to get one of these three to four players. And they went, well, how do you do that? Well, I'm going to tank all season, but I refuse to lose to my old team. I hate Denver because of what happened when I was there. You smoke Denver once. If they smoke Denver this weekend, they're they're tanking. They're going out. They're running their offense to show they can do it. Devontae Adams getting 100 yards and a half, and then all of a sudden they don't throw it on the entire second half. Like I, if if they go out and they beat Denver this week, the Raiders are tanking. Trust the process. Raiders are back next year. That's her. hype dream or real? Uh, okay, so that term "trust the process" had me triggered there for a second that you might be right because it goes back not even Joel and beat who then took on the moniker, the nickname, the process. It goes back to Sam Hinky, the original tanker, the original process, the original person that said, let's blow this thing up and trust the process. And I don't know if I was fortunate or less fortunate enough to be at that NBA draft where the sign in the front row 
said Hinky died for our sins, <laughs> and they drafted Ben Simmons with the number one overall pick. Really, history has not shown that was going to work. But that term, trust the process, has now been embraced as we are rebuilding. We are heading towards the future and everything else. Ignore, ignore what you see. There's better days ahead. The problem, though, with if that is the way in which this Raider franchise wants to go, it's not timed up the right way. Like this was a vulnerable spot in the division's history. It felt like it because you wasn't. Well, look, you you had recently been a playoff team as soon as last season, right? Like going into this year, going into this year, no one thought. Everybody thought what the AFC East is, the AFC West would be. Yeah, roster top to bottom, though. I thought the Raiders could be better than Denver and be better than the Chargers, beat the Chiefs, you know. The the theory you came up with does make a lot of sense. The problem is, are they really committed to McDaniels, Carr, Adams? If that's the case, I think I believe what you're talking about now. Because a lot of the stuff in the second half doesn't make sense. But if you're telling me McDaniels, Adams, and Carr are locked in for 2023, and they're going to go get, we'll just toss a name out there, like Will Anderson from Alabama or... Uh, the big D tackle from Clemson. If that's yep. their theory. There you go. Hmm. This is a quote from Carr. It kind of let us know the process. Trust that process. There is a process, and we do have time during the season that we know who our leader is. And we know that we're rolling, and that gives us confidence as a football team. So absolutely, when he came out and did that, whew, thank goodness, that kind of thing. He said process three times in one sentence. I'm telling you, this is all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Jordan hears you, fellow yeah. Raider fan right there. He Jordan, hears I, get, you. I, sold Jordan, he hears I already you. sold Jordan on the process plan. I already <laughs> sold Jordan it. on it. Jordan is on. Trust the process He's for in. your Raiders. He's in. We both, we both looked at each other and I went, hold on, let me talk to you about what I've, what I've convinced myself of and tell me how crazy I am. Yeah, so if they beat Denver this weekend, there was a – the, always right. Raider Nation. I mean, yeah, we've been through some dark days with this thing. We can we're not going anywhere, but but I'm telling you, I think that there's I think there's a plan. I think there's a plan. And I think when going into this year, I think it was one of those things like no one will expect it this year because we're good. We go out there, we do it. I need X, Y, or Z. This is the person I need. Who knows? Maybe it's a quarterback to teach undercar. This is the year somebody's coming out and he really wants it. Maybe he's looking for a nice hooker. I mean, or a guy named Hooker. Sorry. Hooker, yes, sir. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? You just gave me a nice little segue there, Levesque. We are on fire today with our segues. I hope the young broadcasters are watching because that is a college football segue. Before we get into that, though, I'm going to break it up. And so you're going to ruin it. it. Yep, there it goes. This is no, I'm not. no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Save the read. It's already ruined. It's no, ruined. no, no. I'm saving the read. Uh, something happened on my email this week that I can actually talk about in the college football world. Fair or foul? You know, you like dive in and see what you can get me in trouble for in the college football back strange areas of the voting world. Uh, My information is public for the football writers of America. And some of these schools do reach out to me. Do do those people write about, you know, the best places to get ice cream in the capital region or is it all sports with those guys? (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Made me feel good. Uh, This school, Levac, decided to have a promotion for a player to vote for a certain award for them. You can I'll leave that open for what award you it want, might like, be. Can I be like yeah. the um can I be like the 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 person who does sign language next to you? Yes. While you <laughs> talk so, All right, so yeah. here's what's happening. Gaza's going to speak super vaguely cuz he's a puss 
and then I'm going to tell you what I feel like he's saying. So, again, it's not a direct translation. It's what I feel like he's saying. So what he is telling you right now is because God's votes for the Heisman, a school sent him some form of propaganda rallying behind their player. And this player, here's what they did. Never seen this in eight years. They straight up said, here's our guy. Here's who you might vote for. Here's how he stacks up against it. Never seen it before. Do you like the method or is it a little dirty, a little shady? So I um I think it's I think it's smart. I think it's smart because you can do it. Like you can buy billboards, you can do all those things. Why not just throw an email out there and see what happens? Um I'm gonna I'm not gonna go full in because I don't as much as I I want to be the reason you lose your Heisman vote, <laughs> but I don't want to be like, I want to trick you into doing it. Oh, um, so this this school said how their quarterback stacks up against the other quarterback. Yes. And I didn't even read the email. I don't know I, realistically how they stack up or whatever based on the the, the propaganda. I'll tell you that. It. He stacks up well. He okay. wins the argument. Well, well obviously, they're not going to make it if you don't, they don't think they have it. But, Spoiler alert. Right? But I notice, I notice. They were scared of the freaking fire plug. They were scared of the maize and blue fire plug. They didn't want nothing to do with badass Blake Corum. They didn't put Blake Corum's numbers in that email, did they? Uh, I can confirm Blake Corum is not in this email. Because they know they can't <laughs> win that argument. Blake Corum is like, what, five, six of just fury? Dude's, le- Dude's thighs are as wide as he is tall. He is a wrecking ball. And if Michigan does anything in the playoffs this year, it'll be because... Of Blake Corum. Whoa, you just jumped ahead from the Ohio State game to the Big Ten champ. You went right to the college football playoff. They should be a favorite in every game. And they're, they're obviously favoring against Illinois, even though Heather Dinich, who I used to love, picked Illinois for the upset. I thought we were tighter. Than Whoa, that. Heather! She she kept doing like that. Maybe whatever. She's she's saying Illinois is going to get in there. She's trying to get noticed by me. She misses mm-hmm. me. Um, it's for you. And uh, I, they're going to win that game. Will they cover? You know, hey, maybe. Hey, we're talking, what, 18 points? 18 is a coverable number for the, for Michigan. Beat Illinois. Ohio State, I think Harbaugh is better than day. I think we're finally, Michigan is finally in a position where our coach owns their coach. It's always been the other way around, at least for a long, long time. So I think it's one of those things. So I think, yes, yeah, you should beat Ohio State. J.J. McCarthy is learning. He's becoming a better quarterback, but he's still not, he's not going to go win a game for you. Blake Corum will win a game for you. So if they end up facing off with uh, whoever, uh, give me TCU. If they, somehow it's TCU, Michigan, Michigan, the only way Michigan would, will win that game is if Blake Corum runs for over 100 yards. All right. Uh, I think the Big Ten overall as a conference has some interesting things to go here this week. I'll, I'll give you this one. This is uh, Bear Felica and Stanford Steve will play in this game. So I'll play one oh. with you here with the wagers. I'm taking one of these games for my wagers. I got two wagers that I like in college this week. What would you rather wager on? Iowa, Minnesota, over under 32 and a half. Wow. Or UCLA, USC, over under 81 and a half. So over gang, um, the rules are anytime a number is that big, they're begging you to bet the under, you got to go over. However, everyone knows that rule now, so they just keep jacking the number up. And anytime a number is that low, they're begging you to bet over, you got to go, you got to go there. I'm, I might just do a two team tease. Double. All right. <laughs> yeah, push. Just put them together. And get the under under uh you know 38 and a half and uh over 75 and a half. Is that right? I'm mean, probably right around there. Um but yeah, I, I I would bet the over more confidently than the under. The under I would be 
I would be chewing my fingernails every time somebody got like past the 50 with a 32 point total. Okay, so the 81 and a half, this might be because of weather, has now dropped to 76. Circle oh, opened it. I easy. don't know if that changes it. Okay. Easy. Okay. Covering, covering that thing in the tunnel on the way out of warm-ups. That's going to be great. <laughs> so Circa opened at 81. It's now more Circa. universally set at 76. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. I don't know why Circa got mentioned. What happened there? Uh, so 76 is the number. I would go with the under in Iowa, Minnesota. Here's why. Not because I think unders are, well, I, I cash better on unders than overs, but that number's hysterical. Hold on. What? How much are you going to bet on it? Two fucking dollars? Pardon my friend. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, did a, I didn't even mean to swear. I was just so no, angry. It's with you. I'm going to cash. Big money for me. <laughs> the reason you got angry because you know how accurate it was. Well, you, like, guys, like, and I don't want to, like, I, I believe I the term is, you I don't want yeah, I don't want uh, the term unit shame. I don't want to unit shame you. But at the same time, you have a very small unit. Yes, I do. I send you and Boston Dan pictures of this one thing, which, by the way, you guys should get in this next year. It is just—he just admitted he sends us pictures of his unit. No, 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 I didn't say that. I want, I want, want human resources on the line right now. It's it's five bets per week, so if you do the math, I believe that's two dollars per bet for twenty weeks. So there you go. So, so exactly two dollars. Pink panties, man. You should. We're you should call Adams. It. So the um the under thirty two two dollars and twenty cents. So he gets an actual two dollars back. Is the guys pink panty play of the week? By the way, if you want to Venmo me your bet, I will place it for <laughs> you. Ryan, at top. Ryan McCarthy Venmo me sixty nine cents because he used one of my lines and you yelled at him for it. <laughs> That's good. No credentials required. So it takes. I said, you give me something worthy of being mentioned, you get a plug. You just go, notice me, acknowledge me, like a nerdy Roman Reigns, and you get nothing. Way back, way, way back. This has got to be, God, four or five years ago. And even at some point in 2022, people suggested to us that you and I should join Twitch yeah. because during the Twitch live stuff, whatever we're doing right now, people could actually send us money. Mm-hmm. I like this method far better. At the Jeff Black. At, at, uh, no, I'm sorry. At Jeff Dashlevac. At Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z. Jeff Dashlevac. The tr- the picture. Uh, my if you get confused, my Venmo. It's a picture of me holding the NEL trophy. Um, one of them, not both of them. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to brag, so I don't have both of them. My uh, my Venmo is me with red panda. You know her from I just unicycle. No, I don't. I don't know her. Spinning around, things on the plates I'm on her head cool. and stuff. I'm not okay. that cool. I don't. I don't know who. I know a red panda. Oh, all right. Just I thought it was a rapper. If you'd like, I thought it was. Isn't there a, a panda rapper? Panda, panda, panda. Yeah, right. That one. I believe that's Black Panda. What a Panda Express. It's a restaurant. All right. All right. So under thirty-two and a half. My other play was Troy the Trojans, the Fighting Bray Wyatt's fifteen and a half versus UL Monroe. Last week, Troy played Army ten-nine final. All Troy does is run the football. They're going to beat UL Monroe, and it's going to be a low score in the game. Those are my hot takes from the week. Uh, UC, uh, USC UCLA will be a great game, though, in college game day. Yeah, I like the over. I like the over before I knew what the number was. I was like, I'm betting the over on that. Um, USC looks good early. Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy, man. Lincoln Riley. The Kennedy is the. I he's out he there in California too, yeah, though. He's yeah. around. Transfer U, they're calling it. Uh, Transfer Portal University, USC. Yeah, and like a uh, third of the team. Kirk Herbstreit let it slip. I don't know what's up for everybody this year slipping on game day cities. Herb Street let it slip that they were heading to Bozeman, Montana for game day. And sure enough, that's where they are for FCS action. Speaking of, Albany football closes out their season this Saturday, 1 o'clock against Rhode Island. RPI oh, Union did not make the postseason for the NCAAs. Utica did. 
Shout out to the Utica Pioneers getting in for the first time. Ithaca did, Cortland did, but UAlbany and Capital Region Sports wrap up with the UAlbany finale and I believe a bowl game for the Dutchman, if I'm not mistaken. Bozeman is like the flattest place on the planet, you know, second to your sister. But oh man, I, I needed that. one. I needed God, one. God, I needed one. Hit, hit the drum. <laughs> hit that third one? one down. This one, the blue one. That oh, one? Man, yeah, I guess so. There we go. She's a married woman now. Well, you never let me meet her. I don't know. She doesn't even yeah. exist in my in my reality. Like I was thinking of somebody else to say, but I was like, you know what? You never let me meet your sister. So I've decided that I'm now gonna I'm now gonna involve her in the show more often. Insult her. Not even she called me. She called me during the show. Maybe she wanted to be a part of the show. Oh, see, I her. sensed it. I sensed yeah. it. She goes, she went ahead. She's like, in the future, Jeff is gonna make a joke about how flat Bozeman, Montana is and the wind's terrible. And he may reference either either me or your ass. She felt it. She, did. she had she a knew. vision. She did. She was like, someone's going to talk about me. <clears throat> um, oh, my dad's watching. I hope not. He'll <laughs> yell at me. We'll get. A, I'll get a comment any minute now. Um, uh, before, I love your dad, though. Pinstripe Bowl. DG2, come it's on. Coming. Little, uh, little, little Benny Wednesday over in the uh, Empire office. Big Q's fan. I think I think he's in. I think he's going to go to the pinstripe bowl with us. If, if he go. if he can get on the pinstripe bowl bus, we got to get him drinking like a forty ounce or four logo can't. or something. No, nope. ah, not old enough yet. He's not old enough. Oh, he's not twenty one. I didn't know nope. that. I'm nineteen. Sorry, nineteen years he did old. Tell me that before. That's Cannot right. let the, and he wouldn't anyway. He's an Eagle Scout for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the living embodiment of that kid Russell from Up. That's Benny Wednesday. Wednesday. He's just a good, good kid. Uh, we are we are ready. My sister left me a voicemail. Oh, she's like, "What the hell did that ask?" Yeah, butt dial. Uh, before Ooh. we get into our NFL well, Week Eleven nope. picks, the only thing flat on your phone. <laughs> like to give a shout out to Mohawk Honda where we are today. Woo-hoo. By the way, do not forget up until the end of the month here in November, right, Schenectady Inner gotcha. City Ministries collecting right here at Mohawk Honda oh. non perishable food items at the showroom through the end of the month. You can come by, help out. Don't forget as an added bonus if you bring in a non perishable food item. Before November 22nd, you'll be entered to win a pair of 12 pairs of tickets. Win one of 12 pairs of tickets to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the NVP Arena in Albany on November 30th. So, again, non-perishable food items here at Mohawk Honda until the end of the month. So, <laughs> you can win a pair of tickets. They have to yes. a pair to give away. So, you, you put a number in there. This and it is was why like Ron this Burgundy, is, not Dean. This on. is why they used to give this stuff to me to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Mohawk Honda. Nailed right it, guys. Yeah, I love it. All right. So, um, uh, I, I'm i just, I'm driving the struggle bus when it comes to picks lately. I just, I don't, I'm in my own head. Like, I'm breaking things down. Like, I'm over breaking it down, oversimplifying, overcomplicating. So, I'm hoping that just get, I just got back to basic. I'm, all my picks today are a combination of my gut and where the money's going. Okay. Those, that's it. I, I'm not doing, I'm not getting into the whole nonsense of it all. I mean, I have reasons, but they start with what I like. And then I either verify it with where the money's headed or, you know, change my mind where the money's headed. I would like to point out, although Levesque seems like he's being critical of himself here, he is still above <coughs> 500. If you've done his wagers this year, you have cashed and you paid no, money. Because you lost the juice. You lost the VIG. All right. So you've lost the VIG. 70, 69, nice, and one. Levesque on the season. Five and seven last week. Two and two on his locks. One of the best weeks of the year for me. Eight and four last week. Would have been nine and three if it didn't audible that Raiders Colts pick at the last second. How about 10 and two the last three weeks on locks as well? 63 and 76, guys. Yeah. Still has a ways to go to catch you, though, Levesque. Seven That's games right. back. Uh, what let's, do I win again? 
big old 30 rack of beer if you're choosing. That's right. At least something's got a rack around here. Uh, we're going to start. We, we rarely do the. Hit, hit the button. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's Come on. Thank you. That's Thank you. Thank you. A rare Thursday night pick, by the way. If you're wondering why I picked 12 games last week, it's because of bye weeks, London game, and Thursday night game. Here we go. The rare Thursday pick for us. Packers, Titans. Three and a half points spread over under 41 in this one. So uh, at three, I was going to go ahead and take the Packers on this one. Three and a half. I'm going to flip over to the Titans. So many injuries. uh, Actually, like if you just went based on injuries, you're probably going to lean Packers. Uh, because Bud Dupree's out, Hooker's out, all these things are going on for for the Titans. But I think the Titans will ugly this game up enough that they'll be able to keep it within three. So three and a half plus three and a half. Give me the Tennessee Titans. This is what happens when you pick over 140 games now together and you hear scouting reports. Some of our minds move similar. Uh, Two and a half was a number I saw. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm taking Green Bay. I feel like they can do that. Maybe they can win. Then I did our other pick segment shout out to our friends at the hideaway i'm like tennessee is going to win this game they're still better it's a short week run the football tennessee a lot of the reasons you just said especially that line now at three and a half cleveland we're gonna hold off on that one philadelphia indianapolis seven point dogs at home the colts against the eagles over under 45 i love the eagles in this game uh for a couple reasons i um i don't think the colts are any good I really, really don't. Uh, I think the Raiders played that bad. It's under a touchdown, six and a half, correct? I got seven currently. Seven, you got seven? Games. Okay, I had seven. I, I bet it at six, but I'll put seven. Even a touchdown, I think the worst thing I'm getting is a push. Um, I think they have shown again today when they signed Dominican Sue and uh, was it Linville Joseph. And yeah. They're, it's, a, it's an all or nothing year for them, and they're not going to play around. Sure, they don't have Dallas Goddard, but whatever, they'll be fine. Uh, give me the Eagles minus seven, and that is a lock. It feels almost, ooh, a lock? Quick out of yeah. the gates there uh, for the lock. And then, right. and then let, the, let the Jeff Saturday bashing commence again. Bring it back. Because right now he's got a little stay of execution because he beat a terrible Raiders team. That was that was giving them the game, and uh, so so Eagles lock it up. I can see Indy hanging with them for maybe a couple drives. <laughs> I've read I'm like, oh, they can hang with them until the end of the game in the first half, in the first quarter. I'm like, no, none of those things. They can't do any of them. I like Philadelphia as well with the seven here. They're just a better roster, a better team. They're in a different spot as a franchise. Indy can try to run the football as much as they can, but a really good defensive line up front. You mentioned Sue. This is Philadelphia. Way better matchup for the Eagles post-loss as well in division against Washington. The Detroit Lions. Nope. Oh, my God. There's so many New York teams on the top here on this drafting map. <laughs> oh, what are the Panthers and the Ravens? Panthers, Ravens. 13-point favorites at home. The Ravens over under 41 and a half. 13-point uh, favorite. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens. I think... Uh, Listen, I worry for Baker Mayfield safety on this one. Um, this is one of those ones where I'm not seeing the number move a lot, but there's but there's cash moving around a little bit, which leads me to believe that the Ravens are the play. Minus 13, big number. If I'm going to wager on this one, it'll be a small wager, uh, not a pink panty wager, but uh, but a small wager. Uh, not a gauze unit, not that small, but uh, but but small. But I, I think the Ravens win this one, and I, I don't know if Baker Mayfield finishes the game. I think they even alive. Not one. But two locks for me on this game. Ooh. First, the Ravens with all damn points. All Baltimore points. has been so good this season. The second half collapses have hurt them. Carolina isn't good enough to come back in the second half against Baltimore. Baltimore wins big. So, so many people have different social media sites, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. 
I'm now on Instagram and watching it more. I saw this stat. I have no idea if it's true. I saw it on Instagram. I assume it's real. Some guy told me that since the year 2002. The year 2000. Since 2002, any game in the NFL that has a nine and a half or more spread, 60% of the time, the under is hit. 60% of the time. And it under works is, all the time. Works all the time. So a random guy who I can't even tell you on Instagram that I saw his video that I scrolled and saw fed me a stat that I have no idea whether it's true or not, but I'm going to find out that 60% over 20 years seems too much more of a trend. The under and 41 and a half is the number. I can see Baltimore winning 28, seven, 35, three. They stopped the game. In the third. Yep. Because poor Baker turned to dust. 41 and a half, the under. My favorite play of the entire week because of some random guy on Instagram giving me facts that might not even be real. Yeah, uh, Bears facts. and Falcons. Falcons at home. They are a three-point favorite. The over and under 49 and a half in this one. Uh, this, this is this is one of those games where I, I went back and forth on it a couple of times. Um, Falcons at home. I feel like they should win this game. But then I look at it and I go, look. Justin Fields plays football the way I wish Marcus Mariota would. I just think there's something about him right now. He's the hot hand. I I get the Bears. I get points. I'm taking them. Give me the Bears plus three. Some people play in confidence pools where you got to rank him like 14, 16 to one. This is my least confident play of the week. Chicago did not cover last week, although they had an opportunity with a missed extra point. Justin Fields has been so good the last six to seven weeks. Atlanta wagering your money on the Atlanta Falcons is a dangerous, dangerous game. You heard me when I read off the over-under there, 49 and a half. I almost stumbled yeah. through it, not because I thought it was another New York team, but because that number is pretty high. For... I, like the, I, like, I like the over in that one. I don't love it, but I like it. If we were doing this on Sunday morning at the hideaway, there's a chance that one would have turned into a lock. I need a little bit more time on that. I will take... God, I just said I hate betting the Falcons. I also hate betting the Bears. I will take it. <laughs> I will take Atlanta at home. But I, God, that over under is sticking out to me so much. I'm gonna, yeah. I think I feel the same way with you about that one. Uh, Commanders, Texans, Texans three point dogs at home, over under forty one. Following the money on this one, uh, Texans plus three is a good play. So give me the Texans plus three. I know everybody's excited about T- Taylor Heineke being the starter for the Commanders and all those things. Look at the way the Texans played against the Giants and the way they played in almost every game. They, they played good football. They're not a great team. They don't have a ton of talent, but they play good football. I think three is enough to give them the win, at least on the spread. Maybe they went out right. I'll have to look at that later. But uh, following the money, I'm following the Texans. That line stinks to the high heavens. Oh, my God goodness you just beat the best team in football by double digits on the road and you're flipping around to the worst team in the nfl and you're only favored by three i would buy the hook for a little safety here i would have liked that to get to three and a half you're reading this game the same way as i i'm i'm rolling in the stink i know washington's way better washington needs this game you get to six and five you're in the playoff god that line stinks uh houston I wish I could have got the hook on that, but I'm Houston as well, just because of the stank. Rams, Saints. Here's some more stank to you. Three three point favorites at home. The Saints over under 39. Good God, that's some stink. Back to back stinks right there. Yeah, it's a coin flip for me, but it's um, Rams are beat up. But I just I think the Saints are bad, bad. Like I feel if the Rams were healthy, they they would be a good football team, Uh, even with Cooper Cup out. All those things. 
I'm gonna take the Rams. I'll take the points. I, I just I can't buy into the Saints. Like the the Saints are what three and seven. Um, you know, their one win is is over the Raiders again. The Raiders looked like they didn't even show up for that game. Maybe they didn't know it was there. I, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the process said be really freaking embarrassing this week. But uh give give me give me the Rams. Here's what I need some nerds to do on social nerds. media on Sunday. One, I want someone to find a percentage <laughs> of how less often this game will be shown on red zone. <laughs> how what percentage of this game will actually appear with Scott Hansen on today? I would I'll go under 10% of the game will actually appear on red zone. This Saints team is so bad. I love the stat, though, about the Rams offense. If you are a fantasy football player, 10 weeks into the fantasy football season, if you had played against the Rams every single week, so whatever defense that is corresponding weeks to the Rams, that'd be the highest scoring defense. (laughs) So I hope that makes sense, right? Like, anytime you match up with the Rams, they'd rank 32nd in offense. They're a remarkable stat in fantasy. Man, I picked the Saints too much. I also picked the Rams too much. I will take New Orleans because it's likely going to be a backup quarterback again. But the Saints have Dalton. Can we get Winston on the field? There's no way Jameis Winston's going to be worse than Andy Dalton. Get Jameis back out there. Dalton's good in windows, and then all of a sudden he throws interceptions in other windows. But for the faith of Jameis Winston, I hope he gets out there and he leads the Saints to a cover and maybe a win, too. He's a bad player. Your Raiders. Are in the one o'clock window this week against the Denver Broncos, an AFC West matchup. It's an eleven o'clock kickoff out in Denver. Over under forty-one. The spread is three. Broncos favored at home. Um, okay, so the I got a guy Brendan in my office over for the Empire. And by the way, if you're looking for tickets to Albany Empire games, call and ask for Brendan. Um, he's a big Denver fan. So originally we were fighting a little bit. Now we just kind of commiserate. But he gave me two uh, two Raider uh, two stats I think are really important for this game. One is I believe if the Broncos offense were able to score seventeen to eighteen points a game, they'd be they they'd be top of the division. Um, Eight and, and one. I gave you yeah. that stat. Oh, yeah, he, gave, he, he gave, stole it from me. He gave it to me too. Um, oh, I myself from Zach by. The other he did is. <laughs> If you took the completion percentage for every quarterback who played against the Raiders this year and averaged it out, it would be better than Patrick Mahomes, which is the greatest in the history of the NFL. <laughs> um, I think that's on purpose. I think they're. I think the Raiders are tanking. I also love that we've got former linemen of the Broncos coming out and telling us that Russ Wilson is is arguing with Buddy Hackett, the coach, about the plays being called, and he is calling audibles from his Seahawk days. He's calling out plays from his Seahawk days. So the team is looking at him and going, what the hell are you talking about? And he is looking at them and going, you know this play. It's beast mode. It's Skittles. It's you know, it's all like he's just rattling off Pete Carroll plays, and they ain't there. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take three points. I don't know if I'm going to bet this game because, again, this is this is my hopes and dreams in one game. They go out there and they play a solid football game. I then believe the process is real and I trust it. I would like to see the weather report for Denver. I know the Western New York region is getting pounded. Goose crap. Just goose crap everywhere. Yeah. So I'd like to go through the influence of the consecutive weeks. I've picked the Raiders along with you because you usually lead off with the Raiders takes and you know that team well. So I listen and I'm like, there's a lot of good takes there. The same with Denver. You've not been a fan of the Broncos and you've been proven right about how bad that team is. Defense is amazing. And there it is. And that's the storyline for me in this game that, We've touched on the Raiders blowing second half leads. I could realistically see this game being tied in the fourth quarter, even though Russell Wilson's been a mess this year. 
I could see Russell Wilson putting it in like a 55 yarder in the mile high city time expires. Denver wins on a game winning field goal. Max Crosby scoop and score Raiders have been bad enough for me to jump ship here. Pun intended, I guess with the Raiders. Ah, I see what you did. I'm there. going Denver, You're going Denver. It's been a long time since I picked the Broncos in our pick segment though. Cowboys Vikings. You could argue this is the premier game of week 11 Two top teams. In the NFC, the Vikings are at home. They're a point and a half underdog over under 47 and a half line is moving in the direction of the Vikings. Uh, just earlier today when I was doing this, they were two and a half point on. Uh, they were getting two and a half points. So follow the money. And here's the deal. Mike McCarthy is crap. He's a terrible head coach. Sorry. He's probably a nice guy. Like I probably enjoy getting a cigar and a drink with him, but uh, I don't think it'll ever happen. When he hears what I think of him. Um, <laughs> that in every year, there's a team that, it just I don't like using the term team of destiny at this point. Like if they if Minnesota goes on to win like the NFC championship, even be in the Super Bowl, I'd start calling them a team of destiny. The ball just seems to bounce the right way for Minnesota right now. That that Justin Jefferson catch, yes, he's a freak. It's all these things, but it bounces off the ankle. There's like a million things that just seem to go right for the Vikings. I think that continues on. I'm locking in the Minnesota Vikings plus a point and a half as my Ooh. second lock. Uh, the Vikings as a team, do they need this as badly as I think they do? Because the NFC North, Green Bay picks up that win against Dallas. But if Green Bay had lost to Dallas, Vikings would have been up four with like eight to play, which doesn't sound like a huge move. But when you think about potentially clinching the division by the first week of December, that is a huge advantage. And you already know you're locked in. Yeah, you want to catch Philly for that top spot. Boy, it feels like a lot of people are going to go against Dallas, though, after that collapse in Green Bay. You're seeing that money moving with that line already shifting. And the majority of the bets, I believe, were on Dallas. So It doesn't feel like a good matchup for Minnesota, though. Tony Pollard's been fine out of the backfield. I know Harrison Smith's in the secondary. Can he cover C.D. Lamb? I'm going Dallas. I'm going well, Dallas. it's 4 o'clock Kirk, too, so it's not 1 o'clock Kirk. I think Dallas. 4 o'clock, so. He, here's what I would play. Here's the better play for this game. Dallas is the answer. But I would play Vikings money line at some point. Like I could see Dallas having a seven point lead in the fourth and Mike McCarthy having terrible play calling. If you get like plus 300 at Minnesota in the game, take that. No, I will take Dallas. For one though. and a half, you won't get that. You'll get like, like plus 145. Down like seven in the fourth? Oh, oh you're saying live bet. Min- yeah, oh, live okay. bet. I would I live bet Minnesota because yeah. there's been too much chaos in the fourth quarter with okay. that team. But Dallas is my play. Dallas is the play. But just keep an eye on Minnesota live play that one. Uh, Bengals, Steelers, AFC North battle, Steelers at home. Four point underdog at home, Damn over it. under 41 and a half. What, what line you get on this one? Five. Man, a lot of movement yeah. on a Thursday. This is why Sundays are always a little yeah. more honest lines, we'll call it. I'm still taking the Steelers. I'm locking the Steelers here. Um, I think this game says says whether or not I know what I'm talking about. I think the Steelers go on a run and end up in the playoffs. I I think they are I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're even one of the best Steelers teams we've seen in recent history, but I think they're they're one of the best coach teams. I think that you've got enough on offense to do what you need to do. And then with TJ Watt back, they're just a different team. They all rally around him and play hard. Locking in the Steelers plus four. And if they win this game, they have an extremely favorable schedule down the rest of the way with the Raiders ahead of them, you know, with teams like that, to, that I think they're a playoff team. Last week, you locked in the Steelers as well. You knocked down that lock with the Steelers. I'm the only one I got. Right? I I had Pittsburgh. They had opened as an underdog in that game. They kicked off as a favorite in that game. Pittsburgh wins. This is also 
a lock for me for Pittsburgh. We are three and two this season with same game locks. We are still above 500. Yeah, two you, times you ruined my lock. You, that's right. I'm five and oh, got three times. Three times it was so strong <laughs> that you couldn't screw it up. And then two times it was, you know, you already knew I was going to bite on this with the divisional dog at home getting points and Pittsburgh's layout as a roster is better than I think I thought it was in the beginning of the season. They actually got some guys out there who can make some plays, and Wawat is back. Yeah, 425 window, too. I think the referees might be having some whistles in the home crowd <laughs> favor. All right, I'll take that. I like four. I like four for Pittsburgh. That number is really tasty to me. I like that one a lot. Uh, Chiefs, sure. Food references with, with wagering. It's just weird. You're going you're gonna to hate this. I did all this whole thing about, like, divisional dogs at home. And, of course, Chiefs Chargers the next game. Chargers getting five points at home. I think I'm going to bite again here on this one. Over under 51 and a half, Herbert versus Mahomes. I like the over a lot then. Um, here's the deal. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Woo! Nobody beat the man yet. The Chiefs have been the best team in the AFC, whether they're the one in the Super Bowl or not, for a while now. Nobody beat them. Everybody forgot about them. They're quietly still the best freaking team in the AFC. I hate saying that out loud. All Patrick Mahomes does is chew bubblegum, throw for over 300 yards, and, and touchdown passes. And he's all in a bubblegum. Like, this is – they're the they're the best, and they're they're I think they're tired of hearing everybody talk about other teams. They're not going to tell you that with their words. They're going to tell you that with their actions. They are going to slap the taste out of the Chargers' mouths. Give me the Chiefs. I'll lay – was it five and a half? Five. I five. All these numbers are different than what I had earlier. So Thanks a lot, Giraffe Kings. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for keeping up on these things. And they did, and I didn't. I will take the Chargers with the points just because I don't want to sound like a hypocrite after my whole take there about Pittsburgh and Seattle. So uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, I should say. So I will take the Chargers at home at the visual game with the points. However, if you're a fan of the television show, 60 minutes, that is getting delayed because of this game. This is going to be like a four-hour long there game. There we go. We haven't heard the guys time oh, yeah. in a while. Over-under. Is there an over-under 80 combined passes for Herbert and Mahomes? I'll, I'll take that if that's, that's out there floating around. Good. Give me a prop bet on those two. My scout report in this game was like, hey, you know, Kansas City eventually has to get a running game. They just can't play the game with no. <laughs> I said that earlier in the week. Doesn't matter. They're going to let Mahomes throw the ball 40 times. Chargers cover. Keep it close. Kansas City. Mahomes goes down the field, drives at fourth quarter, puts up a huge number. I like the Chargers to cover, Kansas City to win. The Sunday night game, we got two primetime games, and we're back to our New York teams. Niners, Cardinals, Cardinals, eight-point dogs at home. That's the Monday night game, right? You just did the yeah, Sunday where's night the su- game. Yeah, thank you, thank that you. Was Sunday night was game was that one. Yeah. Cardinals, Niners. Cardinals, eight points at home on Monday night, over under 43 and a half. This is a tough one for me because with the points, I want to take the cards. Um, but I just I think you're going to see the Niners start to do more and more just just mean things like like football bullies. Like you're just going to see them go out and start just rubbing people's nose in, in, in the doo doo that is their style of play. And that's what the Cardinal style of play is right now. I'll lay the points with the Niners. They get this done. I want to go back. Maybe Chiefs I'll... Niners could be the Super Bowl again. Chiefs Niners. Ooh, could we be. were covering that Super Bowl in Miami yeah. together. Yeah, you still had a job back then. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing something now. By the way, what's up with Radio Row? What is up with Radio Row? Can we get know. some? I'm not on radio. I'm I'm checking the website constantly. I don't They're know what's going on you. out there. They're like that guy no. who cheats on the Heisman. We're not letting him in. Cardinals are my pick, by the way. We just did three straight divisional games. All those teams are getting points. You already know my scout report. I'm pretty sure I'm batting above 50% on this play, so I'm doing it one more time. Sure. Arizona pretty is playing. Sure. I'm ready for Colt McCoy, by the way, to play better than Kyler Murray. <laughs> I'm ready for that controversy. Kyler Murray's making 230 mil. Colt McCoy is an old 
and somebody called Jim behind this week, an old rag. Yeah, I well, like Modern Warfare McCoy. doesn't come out every week, okay? So it'll be fine. Give me, give me the Cardinals. Another hedge bet here. I think San Francisco wins, but Arizona covers. All right, here's the New York teams. Let's start with the Bills and the Browns. If you missed it earlier, game is now in Detroit. Bills still listed as an eight and a half point favorite. I have 48 and a half. It's back up to now. That, that line was 41 and a half before the game got Jeez. shifted. I'm looking at it right now, Levac. You can look at my phone. As you can see, it's giving me yeah. really well communicated throughout the show here. I got 48 and a half wow. back up for this one. Uh, if this was in the snow, this is a lock for me. Eight points, eight and a half points for the for the Browns. Lock it up. Uh, not in the snow. You know what? I'm still going to lock it up. There's something going on with this Bills team. I think they'll get it right over time. But right now, they, there's like an identity crisis thing. Uh, the 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 enemy of what will make Josh Allen one of the greatest quarterbacks we've seen in this time is hero ball, and he's playing hero ball. They're going to win football games. But they're going to lose football games because one is not as good as 11. <laughs> if I got 11 guys on defense <laughs> and I'm going to worry about one guy on offense, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to take the lock. I'm going to, Browns are my final lock of the day, plus eight and a half in this game in Detroit Rock City. Uh, Bills win, Browns cover. I will take Buffalo with the points. That 48 and a half is a huge difference. I think everybody, if you'd cashed your ticket and got it for a super low number in a different city, you could still ride with that under. You know what? This is a weird way I'm going to phrase this, but I'm going to roll with it. I would still bet the under. This was going to be my biggest lock of the week before the game got moved at 41 and a half. I still, for whatever number that is floating around, whatever it's plus number by the time Sunday hits, yeah. play 41 and a half under. It's even get some plus 260, plus 280 action on if, that number. If it's up to like 50 something because people overreact with a lack of snow, definitely bet the under because they because Vegas will react. Dra- DraftKings will react and they'll and you'll be able to get some value there. Jets. Patriots. The Patriots are a three and a half point favorite at home over under 38. Not since December of 2015 have the New York Jets beat the Patriots. Hasn't happened since 2015. Moved uh, Elijah Moore to the slot. I like that. Uh, Stirring the echoes with big game Bob Sala. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do a lot on this. but I'm going to go with the Jets. I think Gang Green is going to get this done. They're going to find a way to get this W. I'm not scared of a dude named Bailey, and I'm not scared of, of, of Mac Jones. So whoever the quarterback ends up being, I'm not afraid of him. I think I think big game Bob's got his guys you know, rowing the boat in the same direction. I'm going to take the Jets. I believe the last time the Jets and the Patriots played, you and I were doing the show at Hooters, and the Jets were my lock that week. I was the most confident of the Jets, and they followed it up again later on in the year with the Buffalo lock. That one hit. This one did not hit because of a called back roughing the passer pick six play as well as New York played against New England. It feels like New York could potentially go money line outright win post bye week with big bad Bob Sala and inconsistent quarterback play. Am I am I really going to go against Belichick at home? Am I really going to do? No, I take Mm -hmm. New England. I, I feel like I'm stabbing the jet fans in the back here, but. I can't bite on. I can't do it. I can't bet against Belichick at home against the Jets for a second time. It's it's not easy. You got to have guts, and you don't. So the last game here, the Giants and the Lions. Three points. You're a favorite at home. MetLife Stadium. If you're a big blue fan, over under forty five in our final game here for our Week Eleven wagers. This is a, so. Here's here's something I learned uh, yesterday, and and got to actually hear it today. Brian Dable 
is why we have Man Campbell. Brian Dable was on the Dolphins staff under Tony Sperano. Sperano said, I got this guy. He wants to be a coach. I think he's going to be a great person. You handle the interview. Brian Dable is the one who interviewed Dan Campbell for his first coaching job and hired him. He goes, he was just like he is now. Comes from great people. He's jumping around. He's out of breath. He's slamming chairs. He's doing the interview. So, so like, there's a little bit of a like mentor pupil thing going on here. I, I, I'm excited about this game. I, I'm I'm fired up to see how this works out. Brian Dable has proven to me that he is a hell of a coach. I think you see it with how good the Giants are playing, and I think you see it with how not great the Bills are playing. They're still good, but they're not great. And I think part of that's because Dable's influence isn't there, keeping Josh Allen, you know, in the pocket. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going to lay the three. Let's go, Giants. Go out there and get, get win this game. If the Eagles get upset, you're you're tied for first. You got yourself the NFC East this late in the season. I like the videos that are coming out now about the Daniel Jones. Just let it rip. If you see a play you like, man, just let it rip. Go do your thing. Love it. Giants are better. Giants have played better. Giants I trust more 10 weeks into the season. I'll take New York as well. If you lose this game to the Lions, boy, that's a weird day at FAN and ESPN New York that you had this great team set to win. You get beat by Detroit. I will take the Giants in this game. They've been better this season. That is my pick there. Uh, my, I'm going to go for, first with the locks here, yep. so don't forget them. Four locks. Ravens, Panthers, under. I'm going to go most confident to least confident. Most okay. confident this okay. week, 41 and a half. Love the under. And Ravens, Panthers, love the Ravens with all 13 points. Those two I feel really good about. That game I'm going to be locked in on. The Steelers. That game against the Bengals, they're getting four at home. I like the Steelers in this one, and I've been dancing back and forth between that Bills-Browns over-under in the Falcons-Bears. Oh, I'm going five. I'm going five. I don't even want to pick one. I, I can break the rules right now. I'm doing five locks this week. I want the under in the Bills and the Browns, and I want the over in the Bears and the Falcons. All right, so I got the uh, Eagles laying a touchdown against Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I just think the Eagles are the better team. They're showing it's a it's an all or nothing kind of year, and they're just going to slap the hell out of them to prove it. Like, plus, it's also um, Sirianni's last old team, so I think he's going to he's going to try and like you know I think he liked Frank Reich, a little revenge kind of thing. Uh, Vikings plus one and a half over Mike McCarthy. Don't even list Dallas. It's just Mike McCarthy that I'm betting against. <laughs> uh, Steelers plus four against the Bengals. Bengals wearing the white helmets though. Um, Browns plus eight and a half against the Bills. I think the Bills will win the game. I think the Bills are too good to lose the game, but I don't think they're playing their best football, which means they won't cover that big number. Because this is a Thursday show, if you're listening back to this on a Saturday or Sunday, you may or may not have noticed this by the end of it, but we're going to tell you now if you're watching it live and you missed a pick, these are time-stamped below. So later on this weekend, you will see our time-stamped picks if you're watching live and missed a pick. Allow me. Um, so Like a Muppet just like came up out of like, <laughs> the bottom of this table. Like a third Muppet. Yeah, third member um, of the show. So Q&A, Q&A they live from uh, Mohawk Honda right here. Uh, where they go out of their way to please you. Of course, they're doing um, non-perishable food donations. Any uh, any donation puts you in the running. Win some tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra over at the MVP Arena. Also, uh, you can drop off Toys for Tots here uh, at Mohawk. I love these people. And um, I, uh, I, Q&A in the day. I would like to start with a question. Okay. Will you go to the theaters to see 80 for Brady? No. It's going to be a long time until I get to another theater again. I will not go so to a movie not, for a long time. It's not about the movie. It's about you just not going. I don't. What is 80 for Brady? You don't know, know what, what 80 is. for Brady is? I have is? no idea what that is. Oh, my goodness. 
80 for Brady is the is the movie where four women in their 80s travel to the Super Bowl to see Tom Brady play. The four women in question are Sally Field, Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda. There is allegedly a uh, makeout scene between Jane Fonda and Rob Gronkowski in the movie. Uh, Jane Fonda, still, you know, still a beautiful, beautiful woman, was born in 1937. So uh, you're not going to go see 80 for Brady. There, people are raving about how hysterical these women are in this movie. This is a real movie. This, this isn't is like a parody. Really, this is in theaters only. Funny coming soon. No. 80, 80 Gross, for Brady. man. Gross. <laughs> Shouldn't be traveling when you're 80. And... <laughs> well, God. Disgusting. You're, you're not going to go see this gilf fest? No, I will it's not a, see this gilf fest. Gilf fest. <laughs> gilf fest. It's like you've heard of fire fest. I would rather this is watch this is dust fest. I can't wait to watch 600 pound Brendan Fraser in the whale compared to this. That's the next great film that looks, coming out. That looks like it is going to be the most terrible thing in the history of mankind. No, Arnofsky's doing it. The wrestler. I will. I know. I, I feel like it's going to make me cry. Oh, okay. I, I don't. And, and again, I'm not like I like Brendan Fraser. Fat so, Brendan Fraser. Well, I, you know, I like Brendan Fraser in the mummy. I thought that was a great Brendan Fraser. And then I like him on. Uh, um, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the the damn show with the cartoon show there that he does. Um, ben Dazzled with Elizabeth Hurley. That's <laughs> no, what you're thinking of. No, no, uh, no, no. I mean, you're, no. I don't want to um, see four 80 year old women making out with Kronk. That is a past one. It's heart. not that. That would be gross. Well, you can't that's, do four. It's, that's it's a trailer. Kind of, it's a family. It's a family show. You can't gross. You can't be doing that that kind of stuff. Old I mean, people. You know how I feel about. Yeah, that. you hate old people so much. It's sad. It's really kind of sad how much you hate old people. Doom Patrol. That's the show I was thinking of. Uh, but he's not on screen. He's a voice of a robot. Um, so that's you know that helps the whole fat thing. Q and A then. I would also like to be a voice of a robot and my fat thing. Over under Levac will be in the water at the Polar Plunge Saturday. One point five minutes. That is a ninety second spot there, Tommy Grass. Um, I I think I've gone longer than that usually. Like I think I think what? Like I go and you swim around a little bit. You've done. You've gone. I got in, in and out. I thought the last yeah, time. I went in. You know, do a little back float. You know, make sure put a little spectacle on. You're getting in. You might as well, like. It's probably gonna be warmer in the water than in the air on Saturday with the snow and a bunch of like sub freezing nights. The water, remember, water cools slower than the air. The water will probably be literally be like fifty degrees, maybe maybe sixty. We're outside. It's gonna be like twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be rough, man. Make sure you donate. Uh, go to any of my social media. Special Olympics of New York. The Polar Plunge is this Saturday. Uh, Shepherd's Cove. Uh, still time to donate. Still time to start a team. Make sure you do it. It's a, these these are my favorite athletes. They all kick ass, and they're great people. And this is a great way to support them. And then you know, and I look at it as a, as a baptism. I'm going to wash this losing crap off of me, and go in that one. Come out of that water. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. How, how many numbers? I don't know. I'm going to go 75 and 0 to end the season after this. <laughs> 69 and 0. 69 and 0. Right. Uh, I will be there with you. Although the scouting report you just gave me now. I guess my memory wasn't as good as I thought. Uh, Jera and yeah. Tiffany from Hooters are part of my Albany Empire team. It's going in the water. Oh, like I said, I will be there. No problem. Uh, now just reminded me that they will be there. Dan brought. Dan called me this morning. They bought special bikinis for them for this. So, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping he's wearing a matching one. Really, it's Corey and Greenwich. Guys, what college football games are you looking forward to this weekend? I'm sorry, I'm... hey Uzi. I don't know if I. <laughs> Gave a shout out to Wake Forest and Syracuse. Both those teams have struggled. That, that game at one point, what, a month ago? 
we were talking about what team's going to the Orange Bowl of the winner of Syracuse Wake. Now it is truly the battle of who's going to the Fenway who's, Wasabi who's, Bowl. He's a QB. What are we doing here? He's, it, he's playing allegedly Schrader. He played terrible last game. They, Syracuse hasn't scored a touchdown in the last two hold games. Hold them out to the to the Pinstripe Bowl and then just wax Iowa or whoever's in the crowd. Like like we'll go with Jay Larkin against Purdue and just just beat the living snot out of Purdue because he's a hundred percent. How well, great would that be? Just <laughs> lay in wait and just just obliterate whoever in the Pinstripe Bowl. It's very rare that two teams who played each other that regular season get each other in the bowl heat, but it's very funny if it is the Pinstripe Bowl, where it's uh, like, you know what? That's what we want. We want yeah. snow. Yeah. We want Purdue. We want Syracuse. Bring it. Bring uh, it. USC, UCLA is a late kick. Utah, like Oregon's a late kick. Syracuse is a late kick. I would say this is a great get your chores done, work with the wife, a lot of better late kicks because rivalry week is coming up. Wow, college football, man. Rivalry week is Man, next week for what. a lot of those stuff. So a lot of Dude, better college football games in the next two over. weeks. Yeah, sad. Almost done. Uh, <clears throat> How's your day going? Cam I, wants to know. <laughs> Good, Cam. Thanks, the show. thanks, Cam. Appreciate you, buddy. How you doing? Um, yeah. I, yeah. Any, any other? Key? I'm like looking at all these these comments. Just and, my Facebook page that got hacked recently. A lot of people left comments I, it there. It didn't get hacked. You didn't change your password. Dan said, God, send me $100 in your best NFL parlay, and I'll handle this really quick and swiftly for you. Sound like a good offer compared to the other stuff that was up there. Dude, I'm telling you, because you, you comment publicly, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you only use your Facebook. Yeah, see, I my guess. Facebook's not public for that kind of stuff. Like, if you're my friends, you can see everything. Because as soon this? as it goes public, everybody starts, con- like, all the all the trolls. And a lot of the comments are the exact same thing from different people. They probably don't even know. Like, they're not even really people. They're bots. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, is that one of the ones we hacked? Like, it's, they're scumbags, man. Louie gave me a heads up, though. Why yeah. does it sound like all these help links want to scam you? Thanks, yeah. Louie. Yeah, you didn't Louis put that. Gone. I would have been. Whoa. All right. So, okay. I'm going to tell what happened. Here you go. Uh-oh. Gaz and I used to work for a, a certain radio station a couple years ago now. What was a, a little over a year for me. Two, almost two for you. A little over two now. Yeah, it's January twenty twenty one. Dump. When we left there, Gaz didn't change any of his passwords to any of his social media. I changed all of mine, and I like left on good terms. Um, so out of nowhere, someone must have Gaz's old laptop finally, and was posting all the all like the promotions for said radio station, which again Gaz did not part with on good terms. And so it looked like Gaz was out promoting <laughs> our whole radio station. <laughs> and it was my favorite thing ever as he couldn't figure out why, even though every single time, what did I tell you to do? Change my password. And you wouldn't do it. Your your brother-in-law who works for cybersecurity told you to change your password and yeah. you wouldn't do it and now you change your password and oddly enough you stop posting from our old our old radio station i've decided to change my password although I that thought, was a great run there i thought it would have been like i i later i'm thinking about it i'm so mad at myself that because i still like you know there's a couple people in the building that are still there from when we were here not many and uh, i was i wanted to reach out to one of them and be like can you please start sharing the following things from that laptop <laughs> and then just completely take over and prank the hell out of you because you wouldn't change your password since 2015 guys had the same password on and i and i'm pretty sure i know what it was if we're being honest and i i'm willing to bet it's not far off now unless it, in like i would would i would i be correct in assuming 
the did the numbers are probably the same, but maybe it's a child's name instead of the other word. No, it's okay. That, well, for, right. It's the second word you're thinking of. Okay, you probably know it. What yeah. it was? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I know what the old one was because I th- I used to use it to get into your WWE network. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the same. Right. Message. Right. So. <laughs> uh thank you to boston dan who noticed that i'm actually upset yeah. more people didn't find out how hysterical oh that story God. was with the facebook it's like are you okay there's even i'll just leave this floating over the plate we don't have to talk about this now but knowing if you're listening to this now remember this in two weeks because there's even more layers of irony for how funny those posts are i'll leave that it's, just yeah it's, it over the it's plate. definitely it, it, it all kind of comes together nicely for us. Uh, thanks to our friends here at Mohawk Honda. Definitely want to come through here. You're looking for a new vehicle, service, whatever it is. Be, be a part of the Mohawk family. You will not regret it. It is family. Like, I walk in, everybody's like, hey, you don't smell like airplane today. I'm like, no, I'm not flying that much anymore, guys. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Heron, who I love, the Hondiva herself. You smell good today. And I was like, she, she smelled like an airplane last time. I'm like, okay. Um <laughs> love these guys definitely come through check it out here or chevy you know i love mohawk chevy as well and then um i got i gotta thank techies fire and water restoration best way back to normal um just doing great things helping people it's been i had sent them over a couple different friends had different issues went to both our tax our guys and just i got the call like 10 minutes after they left like i was freaking out now i feel like i got it all under control thank you so (laughs) definitely appreciate those guys um when are we we're gonna do something from something is happening next week? You've got a really cool event. I know you're gonna share on social media coming up. I guess you're talking about an hour now. Well, oh, well, wait well about special yeah, yeah. special Olympics. Yep. Uh well, you know, I'm I'm well, I'm going coach Hal. I'm gonna go help out with some tartan stuff. They're doing they're doing stuff for yes uh, for Scotia Glenville. Uh so Tuesday's gonna get a little jumbled up, but uh, we'll do something for Special Olympics on Saturday. I don't know if it, it won't be a whole show. Maybe just some but, social media posts and some fun yeah, stuff. And then next which, week our schedule the hideaway the following week, and then uh be on the lookout for something on audio side, and then uh cool stuff coming up the way, some Hooters Christmas shows, some best of stuff. That's right. Stuff the Hooters Christmas December. show is official, it's happening. So we'll give you the details on a very booby Christmas part two. I'm not allowed to call it that. Uh that's coming up, and uh, I'm gonna say it one more time. Booby very booby christmas part two because i'll get yelled at eventually but not yet um advice to end the day yes change your freaking passwords already 